1: Welcome back to site everyone. This is of course Carlo. Uh, today we have Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Carlo. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm um, all right. And of course, Pete. Hey guys. Hey, Pete. All right. And today we will be discussing uh, well, I, I would I, I was gonna say it's a, a James Tiptree Jr. story, but honestly, that's technically not true.
2: Mm. It's it's this Raccoon a, Lady.
1: It's a Rakuna <laughs> Sheldon story. Uh. So, uh, yes, uh, it, it, another one of the pen names uh, that we had mentioned in our uh, previous uh, episode regarding uh, Tiptree, uh, where uh, basically she had used different pen names to preserve her academic uh, standing. Mm. Um, in any case, uh, this is the 1977... Uh, I think this is a novelette, Uh, The Screwfly Solution. Mm -hmm. And um, I will say, when uh, I first read this, I wasn't really aware of what The Screwfly Solution was, Mm -hmm. except that when I heard certain critiques of the movie 12 Monkeys, which I really, really dig, Mm. they would say... The ending gave me the screw fly solution vibes. And for some reason or another, I, I, in my mind, I thought that the ending of this was going to involve basically a scientist on a plane talking about insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. So, um, Pete, I'm going to guess that you had read this one before.
2: And you would be wrong. Oh,
1: interesting okay so tell me tell me pete
2: um it's in my top five uh novellas of all time wow i mean i was i was stunned um Mm -hmm. not only is it accessible like it has the vibe of like um i don't know mixing a twilight zone episode with uh with an hp lovecraft Mm -hmm. you know uh Well, like, you know, one of those stories where the main character is changing and isn't aware of it, like Mm -hmm, there's sort mm -hmm. of a vibe of that going on, but it's it's incredibly accessible and it wrestles with some things like I, I, I can't speak for you guys, but I did not. I did not absorb this story on the level of, wow, here's a strange biological thing that is happening. What a great story. It's like it felt it felt a lot more. About what's happening now.
1: Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And
2: I mean, it really hit me hard. I think the only thing that I have to say against this novel or novella is it's depressing as hell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, Pete, I I like to I like to bring all the all the cheerful stories for (laughs) for us to read. (laughs)
2: Okay, Uh, can I can I uh, turn that around back at you for a second? go for it i think that if we're going to be going into this dark place we should go grab something like camp concentration or the genocides or something one of thomas Deesh's works that is not the brave little toaster
1: i okay uh we we can certainly um we can certainly check one of those out i don't know which It's I mean fair. I, uh, I'll, I'll honestly, I'll, I'll, the the genocides right off the bat, uh, I think it, it tells you exactly what, you know, what it is on the tin. <laughs>
2: you know, honestly, the genocides, uh, the title is misleadingly positive, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
2: yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. But uh, yeah, it's but it's also uh, it, it's one of the things I've never really tried to inflict on our audience because it is so grim, but it's so good. Uh, And and that's how I feel about this. Like um, are the last story I was like that we did from tip tree. Was that like half an hour ago? It feels like it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I, I was like, well, you know, this this is a this is a little grim, but, you know, it's it's not out of bounds. But now with this, I'm like, I'm trying to think back to the things that I have read from tip tree. And I'm like, is it all like this? I mean, is it that bleak? And I, I, think the answer may be yes.
1: It might be. I, I, I get the feeling that, um, like, especially with this, with how this is set up, um, the, the story. And I'm sorry, Chris. I think we're, 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 we're sort of just, <laughs> we're talking over your, your spot here. So let me just get to a stopping point here, and we can, we'll, we'll ask you what, what your impressions were. But I do want to say that, um, to your point, Pete, that. I do think that especially in this, in this story, um, you know, uh, Sheldon Tiptree, tree. Uh, basically, I think she had some very sort of, uh, I guess like gender pessimism mm. <laughs> stuff going yeah. on, uh, which, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not the biggest expert on, but it definitely feels like she, had some very deep rooted uh ideas uh about what the divisions between men and women were um and it it definitely shows in this in this uh novelette or novella uh Chris yes you had also read this for the first time is that correct
0: that is correct yeah this was my first time reading this and uh, like like i was also uh pretty blown away by it um and I and I did mention to you, Carla, before uh that I I used to always I had heard of the story before, but I would always get it confused with the C. S. Lewis uh story, the screw tape what was it? I'm s i forgot the title again. The the screw the screw tape letters. That's it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um I did so, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, Pete, let me let me do uh because I I I was mentioning this to uh Chris as sort of like a consolation. It's like, yeah, I don't feel too bad. Uh, you know, we were watching this movie and Uh, rip torn came on the screen and i immediately said wait that's rip torn or wait a minute is it rip taylor (laughs) fuck i always get them confused (laughs) and you shouldn't get them confused honestly (laughs) they are completely different that's right (laughs) in affect
0: yes Uh, (laughs) confetti or no is the big question there so (laughs) that is pretty much it (laughs) yeah um but yeah i i was yeah I, i i was pretty blown away by it and you know as pete said it it's pretty it's pretty bleak um but I, I think again, like um, you know, love is a plan, plan is death. Uh, it, it's very, um, you know, it's it's. I don't want to say experimental because it is accessible. It's an easy read, but it's like using kind of like it's almost like epistolary, but like then it springs in like you know found documents and things like that. Like it's I I I really uh, like that whole approach to to the storytelling.
1: Well, it it you know what it you just reminded me of what it feels like it feels like like the first uh, sorry (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) it feels like uh a a a a short fiction version of like a beach read thriller Mm, yeah globally spanning yes you know you know like singapore yeah dateline blah blah blah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. washington dc you know and so on and so forth and it it definitely uh even though it is epistolary it it's very propulsive uh i i feel like the the voices come through in the in Mm -hmm. in the styles that are used Mm -hmm. it's very it's very good um in, in that sense and and like i think that the experiment the 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 more experimental aspects of it have to do with like playing with that, almost writing a, almost like a, a thriller movie type of style, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. I think that I think that's dead on. Well, have I? Th- this may be too
2: personal, guys but have you ever been in a relationship that is going bad or has gone bad and you wake up at some point and realize that you're the fucking problem?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) I think. Yeah. (laughs)
2: That's how this story made me feel.
1: Yeah. I I don't, I don't know that that's a particularly singular feeling, Yeah, but it is like this weird, like, yes, I, I think that that is very much how this story feels it's like oh shit <sighs> yeah definitely i was the problem all along one night <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly
1: but um so so do we want to get into a little bit because this is i mean in the um <laughs> in the tradition of what we've been what we've all been doing this month uh this is yet another sort of like apocalyptic story so mm-hmm. um and, and i feel like part of uh what you were talking about, Pete, that y- you feel drawn in has to do with that epistolary format where it isn't immediately clear what oh. exactly is happening.
2: Okay. Uh, we're, we're, we're crossing into territory where, I, where you're smarter than me or more knowledgeable. Epistolary is like the epistles, like letters back and forth. Is that what it means? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I, I agree with what you're saying so far.
1: No, no, no. It's all good. Just, just some vocab. Just some vocab for the folks yeah, back home.
2: It's <laughs> like my rendezvous rendivist thing. I thought they were separate words for a long time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Pete, don't feel too bad. I still, I still love that uh, I was in a writing group where somebody uh, called the, the, the winding down of a story a denament. <laughs> well and it ought I to have be heard, damn it <laughs> i've i've heard that used a couple of times too and it's like mm, you know i'm pretty sure that's not it <laughs> but anyway you know i'm not gonna throw stones mainly because you know shill a lock i'll say no more
2: yeah yeah well i i i had to record a a four-hour uh series of training modules at work and i there is, a, there is a government entity that is called either ERISA or ERISA, depending on what part of the country you're from. And apparently, <laughs> I'm from the wrong part of the country.
0: <laughs>
2: Smug bastards.
0: I, I, I'm from the ERISA part.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I think that, that speaks to you being in, a, in an educated place.
1: <laughs> there you go. All right. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so this sort of like starts off rather, um, slowly. Uh, it, it's not, it, it, that's not a knock. Uh, it's just simply that the tempo starts to really, um, sort of really start to move as you start, as you as the reader start being given enough pieces of this mosaic to start putting stuff together. So I, I don't know that the rest of the story is actually moving like the 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 writing is any more propulsive or anything like that. It it does feel like part of it is a almost like an optical illusion that you're now moving quickly enough that you've caught up with the story and, and therefore you think it's fast. Yeah. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think that's a good description of it.
2: Yeah, it's like it's. I I had that feel that it started out slow, and then I mean, within five minutes, w- we we were in the perspective of a crazy person.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. The the guy from the base.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I was foundering immediately.
1: God, that's it, it's such a disturbing thing because it's like a. I forget if it's like a. uh a statement from like well i guess it would be like uh the equivalent of like a jag officer or something to that effect
0: mm-hmm.
2: so do we do we talk to the audience about what happened or do we stay at this level where we just talk about the story in abstract terms
0: well i i think i i think to to get into some of the themes i think we kind of need to spill a little bit more of the beans um, yeah
1: yeah yeah I, i'm fine i mean look we'll 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 give links here to um I mean, uh, it, uh, to be fair, I think we've, vis- we had visited this in the, um, the pseudopod episode, uh, several months back. So, you know, I'll just reintroduce that same link, uh, and people can, can catch up, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to assume that they're going to read it, uh, perhaps say yes. a bad assumption on my part.
2: <laughs> well, uh, Speaking of the audience, I've made some recommendations that you haven't enjoyed over the years. OK, <laughs> <laughs> that I th- I think you'll be happy with this recommendation. I, I wouldn't say like if you like Octavia Butler. Hmm um what's another good example like any one of those authors that goes to a dark place but is just so fucking good mm-hmm. check this out
1: uh, delaney I, I think like honestly uh like that's the thing it's i think that the the uh tip uh slash sheldon is a great stylist mm-hmm. like, yes her, mm-hmm. her her writing is phenomenal yeah, uh, I, like I I am. I'm actually kicking myself that I had not checked out some of these stories beforehand. Well, yeah, and I think it's the, she she pulls
0: off this amazing trick of like we were talking about. And I think we said in the other episode, too, where it's it's a, um, you know, it's a, a u- unique approach to writing while still being totally readable and, you know, I- accessible and, and fun to read. Like um, it's it's not you know, all the way. It's not, you know, Virginia Wolf territory, you know, it's not. Yeah.
2: Well, I've I've sort of like one of the things this podcast has done to me is make me realize that, okay, like just straight out, everybody knows in terms of science fiction, I'm incredibly well read, but that doesn't mean much given the body of work out there. Like Mm. suppose I've read an 18th of it like that's a shitload. So my what what this story and other stories have taught me is that I should just stick to what I really enjoy, which is pretty much everything from 60 to 90. Like mm. I'll go other places if the pod does, or if a story is dropped in my hand, I love new authors, but like, that's what I'm going to try and mine out before I'm dead because that's, that's where I really get hit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Pete to your, you know, I, I wouldn't feel too bad. Like I, I, really have some big blind spots in a lot of these like tip trees one uh i i do want to read more of sturgeon which i've heard is also a a fantastic stylist absolutely um, uh you know there there's uh, like uh what, what's his um shit uh, cordwiner smith yeah uh, i i haven't read a thing of his uh, I'm not entirely sure if it's going to be good or, or, or my type of thing. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely good, but yeah, the, I, th- I think I think I that is the right question to ask.
1: Well, I like, mean, or or good for me at least, you know.
2: <laughs> yes. So, like one of the, one of the one of the stories we have coming soon is—is is it okay that I talk about future episodes right now? sure why not okay well i mean one of the things coming up in the next uh i think few weeks is the marching morons uh it's a cornbluth story and on the one hand it's it's well written and interesting like i i would i would comfortably hand it to anyone and not expect them to go well this is this is the worst piece of writing i've ever seen but oh my god is this like thematically uncomfortable on the level of this is a person writing in the 50s who doesn't fucking get it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean I also think that it's uh you know like uh, we currently have this great um like uh, I think science fiction and fantasy uh fandom and some of the some of the actual uh writers as well. You know, like to single out like Lovecraft as you know, uniquely a racist and eugenicist. And while he was definitely both of those things, that's not excusing that the eugenics ran very deeply oh, uh, it was science. and in science fiction. Yes. Yes. Like, like the whole idea, uh, that, that, um, like specifically Campbell, uh, uh, you know, uh, even though he was an editor and one of the most influential ones out there uh, believed in, like, psychic powers as if, you know, like, what, what what was the I think it was the reasoning that eventually we would uh, are we would basically breed s- all the best traits and eventually develop our brains. Like it, it was yeah. a combination of the um, eugenics plus uh, that uh, stupid Edward Edgar case shit that we only use 10% of our brains or whatever. Hmm. Yep.
2: Well, I'm special because I only use 5% of mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you get by just fine, buddy. It's exactly. fine.
2: <laughs> well, okay. And like the 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 analogy of that is like looking at a series of railroad tracks and saying, look, we're only using 3% of the railroad track at a time. It's like, that's right, buddy. It's a fucking railroad track. <laughs> if you put it like it, it wouldn't do anything if you filled it with cars.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, no, no. Then you've just created the longest <laughs> corridor that you still have to walk yeah yeah well i mean you, you have a train like a, a train a, the train itself the intercontinental train yeah yeah it be
2: well it's like boring company shit man
1: mm. <laughs> well hey you know he made the train yeah. you just need to walk
2: Imagine wow. that guy designing your brain.
1: Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of macaque or, or other monkeys that are, that are saying, too soon, Pete, too yeah. soon.
2: <laughs> Did you ever notice that most of the people <laughs> trying to cancel Lovecraft are work at, at Raytheon?
1: not to mix discourses you you ever notice that people love to mix discourses what is a discourse is it a horse that carries discs i don't need this who needs this are we paying for this with our taxpayer dollars why did i do
2: this to myself
1: (laughs) 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 anyway you know what all this has to do with uh, the screw file solution? Absolutely not. Fucking literally not <laughs> <nothing>. <laughs> we
2: need it once in a while, man. It's like French fries with your burger. It's not doing anything for you, but God damn it. Give me the empty calories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, so as the uh, going back to this, right, as the letters, we start off with, uh, what is it? It's Alan. And is it Anne is the yes the wife yes. yes okay so we start off with like Anne who lives in <laughs> in ann arbor mm. um uh writing her husband alan who is in what is it cuyapan or something in Colombia anyway Colombia yeah yeah and uh slowly but surely it starts sh- like things are not going great you know like in the u.s uh, that there's like this weird cult that's popped up called the Sons of Adam, and somehow they have like this, huh, th- there's putting out tracts uh, to to convince men of the fact that apparently the Garden of Eden was perfect before Eve showed up. And so uh, that <laughs> gives them like this, uh, like moral framework for what they're f- apparently starting to feel. And as the, as the, 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 story progresses, um, Alan, who is in Kuyapan to, uh, deal with an outbreak of, uh, cane flies. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I guess, uh, and, and, to be clear, I didn't, I didn't research this, but I'm going to guess that cane flies, uh, will lay eggs in hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, uh, the, the the cane workers or the, the villagers where he is, uh, are, you know, they, they've suffered losses due to the fact that the cane fly population is gone, you know, is just growing. And, uh, so as he starts reading these uh, letters, uh, that she also includes with like little clippings from their neighbor who is also like, uh, like they're both doctors, uh, in different, uh, in different concentrations. Uh, as, as in scientific doctors not medical ones yes um and uh their neighbor uh shit what is his name again bernard uh yeah that's it <laughs> bernard oh she lived next to bernie <laughs> um who then sends uh alan clippings uh, and they start noticing like these patterns that uh, i forget what it was the the it was like a specific latitude um
0: yeah um yeah i'm not sure but yeah it was like specific latitude where most of this like activity was going on and you know there so so it's starting like what was it starting to be like men were just murdering women um
1: well it's 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 twofold right yeah um because the women also become very docile. Yes, yes, and and can't seem to really like um, one of the things that that uh, when Alan realizes that uh, that he he nope I, I gotta go home I gotta go home things mm-hmm. are you know like things are go- getting weird at home mm-hmm. he, he gets on a plane he he basically breaks the contract that he has to go home and on the plane realizes that he has it. Somehow yeah. he's been infected as well, and honestly, that's one of the most chilling. Honestly, one of the most chilling sequences in the entire story is this weird um, shift over, right? Uh, and it's it's what you said, Pete, right? Where the um, you get that reveal that the that the one of the main characters that you have, for some reason or another, given the benefit of the doubt because they're a scientist. Um, has been not a trustworthy like not trustworthy right um so after he finishes reading this uh this letter that ann has sent him or i'm sorry uh she she had sent him a a clipping of, of like uh bernard's um involvement in like this committee that were you know like already starting to figure out that yeah this is this is this is infectious uh it it you know like initially the the um the strategy had been to you know basically do, do news blackouts because they thought it was like a sort of like a hysterical um like a mania right like yeah. uh like a mob mania type of thing like the the, like the a, like dancing
0: the, yes or 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 mania
1: <laughs> yes that all, that all as well as well <laughs> And so I want to get to this piece of writing because it it is really stunning. Um, So he finishes reading the the clipping, and it goes, Alan grinned reminiscently at his old friend's name, which seemed to restore normalcy and stability to the world. It looked as if Barney was onto something, too, despite the prevalence of horses' asses. He frowned, puzzling it out. Then his face slowly changed as he thought how it would be going home to Anne. Anne. In a few short hours, his arms would be around her, the tall, secretly beautiful body that had become to obsess him. Theirs had been a late-blooming love. They'd married, he supposed now, out of friendship, even out of friends' pressure. Everyone said they, were, said they were made for each other. He big and chunky and blonde, she willowy brunette, both shy, highly controlled cerebral types. For the first few years, the friendship had held, but the sex hadn't been all that much. conventional necessity. Politely reassuring each other. Privately, he could say now, disappointing. But then, when Amy was a toddler, something had happened. A miraculous inner portal of sensuality slowly opened to them. A liberation in their own secret, unsuspected heaven of fully physical bliss. Jesus, but it had been a wrench when the Columbia thing had come up. Only their absolute sureness of each other had made them take it. And now, to be about to have her again, trebly desirable from the spice of separation feeling seeing hearing smelling grasping he shifted in his seat to conceal his body's excitement half mesmerized by fantasy and amy would be there too he grinned at the memory of that prepubescent little body plastered against him she was going to be a handful all right his manhood understood amy a lot better than her mother did no cerebral phase for amy But Anne, his exquisite shy one, with whom he'd found the way into the most almost endurable transports of the flesh, first the conventional greeting, he thought, the news, the unspoken, savored mounting excitement behind their eyes, the light touches, then the seeking of their own room, the falling clothes, the caresses, gentle at first, the flesh, the nakedness, the delicate teasing, the grasp, the first thrust. A terrible alarm bell went off in his head, exploded from his dream. He stared around, then finally down at his hands. What was he doing with his open clasp knife in his fist?
0: Yeah. That's that is a chilling, chilling moment, too. Um especially because uh I don't know if we clarified, but Amy is his daughter.
1: Yes. We we did not mention that beforehand, but yes, yeah. Amy is his daughter. She's like 12 or 13 or something like that it's it's just gross it's it's mm. horrible yeah but yeah. it also like shows like that weird crossing over from sort of sensuality into just complete almost uh you know so, sort of like almost psychotic uh mm. violence
0: yeah yeah disturbing
1: it's it's really and it's yeah like it's that that sequence right there is the one where like uh, if if it hadn't happened before, this is the part where my the hairs on all over me just stood up on end because it's just it's just just stunning. It's a stunning bit of writing and a way the way that it slowly turns and really like then that horror of realization just opens up before you and you're like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to end well, is yeah. it?
2: Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yep.
1: But, um, I mean, but that also just goes to show, like, uh, you know, uh, Sheldon's, like, style there is just fantastic. It's it's just great in a horrific, you know, used to a horrific end. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, exactly. Um, So, it, you, I, I, I was really intrigued by, uh, well, not intrigued, but, like, um, it, how it kind of just keeps building and building where it's just... Um it's clearly like this weird where like uh so they they're murdering women you know indiscriminately, um and there's the uh, we don't know if we mentioned, but the sons of Adam they have this like weird theory that like they, they justify it with religion and saying, uh you know God's going to show us a new way to reproduce, which is like not not sure where that's gonna how that's gonna happen, but <laughs> like have so
2: little faith,
0: yeah, I guess so, um, hmm. but then like it starts going. They start murdering like little boys too. Like, um, it just keeps going and going. Like, the, and I, it's, it's just this weird bloodlust that just, you know.
1: Well, because, because the boys, that, that's, that's the part that's, um, so, so the part that I just read, that excerpt, um, sort of really, uh, makes it concrete what was sort of a, sort of dry academic um uh, theory you know right before that which is that somehow the 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 vector of infection you know Mm -hmm. whatever it is a virus uh, whatever it may be basically um uh, you know like In the higher primates and I'm going to guess I'm going to guess and trust that uh, Sheldon, given her 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 work uh, specifically on uh, animal like like psychology and uh, behavior and communication amongst uh, certain animals, um, you know, knows what she's talking about here, because basically she in the story, it's it's set up that the the higher primates have. Uh, to a, a much uh more subtle degree than a lot of other uh you know animals on the planet, the link between aggression and sexual reproduction is very close and if you can switch one off like usually in in uh you know like courtship uh rituals and whatnot, that aggressive part is then turned. Or, or, or mediated to a certain degree uh, so that the, the actual sexual aspect of the relationship can, can, can then take over. And part of the, part of the, the issue here is that whatever the infectious vector is, it just never turns the aggressive aspect of it never turns off. So the, the, the little boys, Chris mm-hmm. competition, yeah, they're eliminating competition yep. for you know whatever weird displaced sexuality you know yeah. it's it's just fucked up it's, it's really it's, fucked up
0: it's really fucked up um yeah and and, and it's like uh, well, and i think when you were saying that this you, you didn't read this as like literally a biological like you know straight ahead story that this is more them- thematic um, you know, I, I think it's, it's a way of depicting, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the violence, uh, inherent in, the system. You know, yeah, this si- is yeah, well, exactly. Yes. Thank you. The, the, <laughs> help, help. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's,
2: it's a joke, but it's also dead true.
0: No, exactly right. Yeah. It, it's, you know, it's, you know, we still live within a patri- patriarchy. We still live within like horrendous misogyny. We still live within like, I mean, you know, you know. Obviously, Roe v. Wade was like overturned, like you know, less than a month ago, and it's, You know, it, it, this is not something that's like we're we've gone beyond. Like we're we're, we're stuck uh, in this like horrendous biological loop um, that we can only hope to like you know get uh, you know get get beyond. Um, and that's why it's so interesting when you get to the reveal at the end that um, so she so Amy, uh, no Amy, not Amy, Anne Anne escapes. Um, and, uh, she tries to go North to Canada, uh, because it was thought that, um, this was only affecting in like the warmer climes. Um, but she started seeing, um, signs of it around there as
1: well. Well, because it, it also moves slightly North yeah. when uh, winter comes.
0: That's right. So, um, it, so
1: it's, I, I keep on meaning to, to figure out what it, uh, what it is uh, it, it's a specific um it's like a specific uh i want to say that like it's cl- it's like something like the jet stream but it's not that uh let me see if i can find it anyway go on go, p- please do continue uh well, Chris. Y-
0: yeah so she's kind of writing like a a journal like last survivor journal type thing and she kind of reveals that she saw uh oh and so earlier in the story there's some boys or some men talking about they'd saw, seen an angel they're the you know the sons of adam so you know as you're reading it it kind of kind of just seems as if like more of their religious mania and uh but then she says she saw an angel but then it's clear that it's actually an alien um Mm -hmm. and he and she described the the alien as uh (laughs) i I love that that banger of a last line was uh he was actually a real estate agent
1: oh Um, god that got me so fucking good yeah yes um well the so so yeah the you do get a couple of hints at it that the sons of adam say that they had been handed this this like their their creed or you know their their particular interpretation mm-hmm. um of the of the scriptures uh was handed to them by an angel but like you said yeah you you sort of dismiss it like a ah, bunch of religious wackos mm-hmm. um and slowly but surely you know like towards the end uh when uh Anne has basically um cut her hair short and actually had a horrible um like traumatic experience with with bernie uh bernard again mm-hmm. um because she had i guess she had met him after uh after alan uh, keeps himself away and he essentially kills himself mm-hmm. um basically he uh bernard tries to i guess grapple it's, it's not very clear because she's explaining that he he'd shoved her face into the dirt or, or covered her or, or rubbed dirt into her face while he was cutting her hair so it, it feels like uh he was trying to fight the urge to kill her mm-hmm. by making her basically look outwardly uh you know manly or boyish if you will mm-hmm. um enough so that it wouldn't provoke the the reaction and it basically tells her to go off to his cabin which is where she's hiding out and then later she uh there's like a little i guess like a one of those variety like a type of variety store nearby where she's you know buying some sort some some um supplies like you know salt and 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 stuff like that and she goes one day to buy like fish hooks and there's some hunter's in the front room they haven't seen her yet and they're talking about like oh yeah we saw the angel it's big and sparkly and blah blah and she's like what <laughs> the sons of adam got this far uh, far north yeah and it turns out that it's, they're not uh and she's as she's preparing basically to to uh, i guess take matters into her own hands and and end her own life she sees it and also i do love the the description it was like a chris i think it was It was like a Christmas tree without the tree.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's just like all lights. And it, like she says, I watched it sitting under my rock. It didn't move much. It sort of bent over and picked up something leaves or twigs. I couldn't see. Then it did something with them around its middle, like putting them into an invisible sample pocket. And so it's like taking samples. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's what like, uh, essentially the the ending of the story is just like a like if you thought this was a like all this was a gut punch this is the biggest one it's like the sucker punch in the middle of you like getting over that gut punch Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i i i think this may be where
2: we diverge guys like the the reveal was my least favorite part because it it takes it feels like it takes responsibility away Mm. I mean, like, this isn't like all this horrible shit. I like, I hate the idea that it's being done to us because that's a cop out. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and it's, I, I, I get that Pete. Cause I, I had, I had thought of that as well. Um, I think the way I make it more meaningful is that um, if I, if you think that the aliens knew that it would take, you know, not much to push us to get to that point. And like, so they knew it as a, an inherent, like it's a, the, the violence inherent in our, um, you know, society, it, the gender violence inherent in our society uh, only needed probably just, a, a, you know, a tiny push and a little bit of like whatever, you know, alien magic or whatever. But um, so I, I, I see it as just like they're exploiting something that's already here.
1: Well, I, I also view it in this way, right? thematically it's 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 peppered throughout the throughout the, the story right except that it's human beings doing it mm-hmm. right we we had like the screw fly solution was to basically introduce enough sterilized screw fly uh males into a population that they i mean there's no better word for it except sort of cock block the actually non-sterile males and you kill off a population that way, no fuss, no muss, and for what? So that we can now grow crops in you know some weird swampland or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it it it's it sort of. It, I don't want to say that it's uh, it's a story that is trying to, um, in the background uh, advocate for like population control because that's not that's not the point right uh part of the point is it's it's drawing this ironic parallel between when we do it it's fine to other species but somehow i guess when it happens to us because that's the that's the end of it right like uh apart from the the like the reveal like uh Anne comes to the conclusion is like oh so this is just like a biological weapon because the way that you, if you are really interested in, co- like in colonizing a planet, why would you bomb it? Right. Why would you use nuclear weapons or anything, anything that would just despoil the entire planet that you need? You know, it, it's the equivalent of leaving a little bit of borax for the ants and not <laughs> feeling too bad about it. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I, 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 I do think I understand your point, Pete. I don't know that I agree with it a hundred percent,
2: and I think that's okay. This, this is definitely a story where, well, the the, the problem is uh, like even if you take my point of view, like a like a like a disease or a syndrome would then be doing it. Like responsibility is still taken away. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. You well, know, I it's mean, not. It's yeah, not like I everyone
2: think- simultaneously decided to start killing a bunch of chicks.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I also think that that's the that's sort of like um like the metaphorical part of the the story right it's it's using this type of uh device that's been used before right um you know like like the 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 plague narratives you know post-apocalyptic narratives that type of thing it, it's it's been used before um i think that what sets this apart from that those types of stories in general is the fact that it approaches it with this uh this metaphor of you know sort of like sure it's an outdated term but it sort of applies here the war of the sexist type of thing just made literal right for mm-hmm. purposes of the story um and to so i do want to point out that uh i i i do think we should probably also talk a little bit after we're done here about stuff that has derived Or been inspired by this and there's a couple of there's at least one recent book that i can think of right off the right off the top of my head Mm. but but we can get to that in a second unless uh, you know unless everyone's finished with their with their thoughts on this this area
2: Um, well i have an anti-recommendation related to this but let's do yours first
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean um so you know gretchen felker martin who wrote manhunt Uh, basically never hid the fact that, uh, that her novel, um, was a response. Uh, and, and, and to be clear, I, I think that she has a lot of love and respect for this story, but, you know, in, in her defense, she said, yeah, what about, you know, what about trans people or people that, that don't fit into that gender binary? What about them? Mm-hmm. and you know manhunt is what resulted from that and you know power you know honestly that's a great book yeah uh, i i i have to finish it some point soon <laughs> but i i you know like now that i've read this i i have no excuse to to not finish you know gretchen's book
0: well and i i think that's like i i love when there's like art that is like you know commenting on and like jumping off another piece of art that's not it's not necessarily not excuse me not necessarily saying oh this other thing sucks but here's my better version it's just like hey you know here's a different perspective on on that kind of thing and it's it's you know art as a conversation between artists is amazing
1: yeah yeah is yeah like i i I, you know i think that gretchen has always been very careful to to say that yeah that that manhunt is in fact inspired, but also in conversation with not trying to erase, uh, the screw fly solution. Yeah. You know?
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of derivative works, uh, so there, I, I found out that there was a, um, adaptation done written by Sam ham, who is most famous for writing the screenplay for Batman 1989 movie. Um, and directed by Joe Dante for the Masters of Horror series. Um mm-hmm. yeah, that was on I that. Showtime. So I, I really want to check that out because Joe Dante is amazing. So
1: Conrad, so, too, right?
0: Uh yeah, I think so. so um, I mean, he's, he's close.
1: Yeah. He's close. I guess it, it, as close as you can get in Hollywood, right?
0: Yeah, that would that's that's probably the best way to say it. That's a good point.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so I
2: I just like there was a comparison to this that I was thinking about when I was going through uh, because it's so bad. Um, (laughs) There was a book by Edmund Cooper that came out in 1972 called Gender Genocide. Ooh. And it was basically a future technological society was all women and did artificial you know, fertilization and all of that stuff. And like a guy woke up in a, in a frozen bunker to avoid a nuclear war and comes out into the middle of this. And, uh, it, it, it's, it basically, he overcomes this, this, uh, Uh, aggressively feminist, destructive society by – continuing to stick his dick into people. And I just kind of want to point out that this book came out within like five years of, of the screw fly solution.
1: Mm. It, yeah, it, it, that, that is, that is sort of uh, I would say that it's probably not a coincidence, but I might be wrong in any case, uh, Pete, you know, that's what happens when you're, you know, you're the general preparing for the last gender war. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh we're so fucked
1: (laughs) we're we're now going to be cancelled (laughs) podside oh podside cancellation picnic (laughs) well
2: you know I don't want to be gloomy at you guys but hey like we need to go on for about three more minutes so I might as well (laughs) I mean I think about this a a lot about how there is like a real gender wall and like at the end of the day in a lot of situations we're just the villains and i'm not i'm not saying that we're being mistreated or blah 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 blah, blah. i'm saying we are the fucking villains and i don't have a solution for that like i think we're fucked like Ooh. as a species
1: pete did you say gender war or gender wall wall oh an oasis song i see exactly <laughs> no no I, mean, I, I don't mean to make,
2: make the words okay no
1: yeah <laughs> i i don't mean to make light of your of your statement pete uh it just well i mean me what else funny. could you do i mean yeah i i i think that there is uh you know there is something to be said about the fact that yeah we're we're not i I don't know i don't know that i'm the solution to getting out of pete pa- the the patriarchal you know si- system. Um, but you know what? I, I'm not going to get any. Try to get in anyone's anyone's way that is trying to help in you know a, any reasonable fashion. Fair. Uh, hmm. Like reasonable being, I don't want to be dead. <laughs> that's not the solution here. But yeah. I don't think that's ever going to happen. That's that's just simply like oppressive fan oppression fantasies. You know, again, that's that's like uh, what, what we were sort of making fun of before, right? That oh well, you know first against the wall all the men
0: yeah
2: it might have been possible but our emails so like we're past that now
1: (laughs) are you trying to say that there were the camps were real pete (laughs)
2: yeah well they could have been we blew it
1: (laughs) oh my god uh yeah uh, we're gonna get a big letter from legal podside legal is gonna have some words with us
2: (laughs) yeah i i mean i don't even uh i like I I don't know what the consequences of canceling me are. Like I've got 1500 followers. Fuck you. Go nuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um yeah, so I I yeah, I don't know, man. It's it, this is a this is a depressing story in part because I think it it does get to the to the heart of what you're saying, Pete. That you know, it, it's it's something that You know, if we're going to just take it at the metaphorical level, the idea that the men here either rationalize in different ways, justify, uh, or just are just completely, you know, unable to see the problem when it's, you know, like they, they can't tell when they're infected.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just figured out what's going on here while I'm getting fixated on this stuff and you guys are able to look at at it more holistically. I just got divorced. Like, of course, (laughs) of course, I'm looking at this and seeing like the worst moment and internalizing it. Why would I not? Right. (laughs) yeah okay that it's all good guys uh like i'll go i'll go back and read this in two years and get a bigger picture okay
1: there you yeah go. We, we just we just got a whole podcast full of divorced court pete oh god yes <laughs> <laughs> we love you man uh oh, it's all just, good I, just, uh, I if you weren't already ca- keeping yourself accountable we we might have
2: <laughs> i i'm so excited to become a my wife left me guy <laughs> my men's rights dude
1: men going the Topeka way yeah exactly. uh,
2: visitation right. with the dogs fuck you i get full custody of chewy exactly. and don't you forget it he is my large adult son
1: and and, and they're like I, I never wanted
2: chewy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I had to do with him today? I had to go out and chili spray a metal fence because he's been trying to eat it.
1: <laughs> eat it aggressively or just like put his jaws on it and slowly well, gnaw he, on it?
2: He would go over to it and gently chew it and like stare across the street longingly at the people in their lawn chairs. Like he was gentle about it, but the little son of a bitch had a plan.
1: oh like the cylons yes yes exactly just he's he's a a lot more dumb about it
2: (laughs) (laughs) when the fence is gone i'm gonna do something terrible
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's either this fence or my teeth that are going (laughs) yeah (laughs) Hmm. oh god all right well so i mean uh i i don't know what else to say we this is the i suppose i those are i i just had my last thoughts about like <laughs> uh, our, our apocalypse fiction read uh here uh any last thoughts from you two gents i,
0: I am definitely going to try and read some more james tiptree jr slash racona racuna sheldon
1: yes yes absolutely i i went ahead and 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 bought um what is it? And her smoke rose up forever, which is like the collected stories. Mm. Um, I mean, maybe they're not all, you know, like smash hits like these. But honestly, if they're even even if they're <laughs> even half
0: as good, then they'll be worth time. It's worth worthy. It's a worth, yeah, yeah. It's a worth a
1: read.
2: Yeah. Uh, like it, she has catapulted forward in my estimation from being, yes, she's a she's a she's a scientific she's a science fiction author of note. To being like one of the greats,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. One of these days where you got to get to Delaney, man.
0: Mm.
2: Oh my god. Well, I I have some fears about that.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe his earlier works. How about how about yeah, that? Okay, I just like the the
2: man is awesome. Like at his worst, he's amazing. But like, he will express some ideas that I will not get alongside. I'm just saying.
1: I I I think I know what what you're saying. I know I know what you're referencing. Um, I, I think I was given some information that that put that into certain contexts, which I'm not going to excuse, but I, I I definitely understand. So
2: yeah, yeah, I'm not like. Uh- mile in his shoes i'm sure there's more going on that i know but i'm, I'm just saying like he, he is on the list of authors that i think are in the top tier that also make me uncomfortable and i i don't think that's unreasonable
1: mm, that's 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 fair um yeah i don't know i i've, I've been meaning i don't know that we're, we're going to be able to do it here folks but uh I, I have been looking for an excuse to get into daldgren so
2: oh fuck yes man hmm I will absolutely read Dahlgren with you guys.
1: I, I just think that uh, it being like 800 pages, it might be very a very quick read. I don't know. But I think that might be a two-parter. I don't know.
2: Oh, I think it would be a three-parter. I mean, we, we, we could make, you know how we do the, the year of the new sun? We could I mean, probably do like four quarters of four different other books. Just saying.
1: It's true. It's true. All right. Well, I mean, I don't have any further thoughts other than um, say, folks, if, you, if you're if you listening to this, what are you doing? Go read the story uh, if you haven't done so already. Uh, and if you did already, thank you. Read it again. It's really good.
2: Yeah. Uh, and buy her flowers, guys. Like after this story, buy her fucking flowers, okay? Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Chris. Anything, any last ones for you? Nope, that's a good story. Thanks, excellent. For, thanks for uh, bringing it to my attention. Yeah, uh, glad glad that you found it to be this good. I'm glad I found it to be this good too. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, don't feel that it's all about you, Chris. It's mostly no about me.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Well,
1: anyway, thanks for joining me in reading this one, even though it is a horrible downer story. Um, Thank you for that and uh to everyone out there thanks for listening we'll catch you next time here at Podside